1233 at WRBI. Time for the Mayor's Daily Briefing, Tree City Thursday edition. Uh, Mayor uh, Mike Bettis has uh, been traveling. He'll be back uh, uh, tomorrow with his uh, normal Friday visit. Get back to his regular schedule. We missed uh, catching up with him uh, yesterday. But uh, Mayor Joshua Marsh of the city of Greensburg with us today. And I guess the headline, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, first we'll start with the numbers, but some changes in the color map. How's that for a tease? Uh, meanwhile, the, the numbers uh, in Decatur County up two cases today. 2,866. Ripley County, five new cases, 3414. Uh, meanwhile, Franklin County, just one new case, 1687. And seven new cases in Dearborn County, 5844. So at least one county in our area improving on the color map and one uh, getting worse, right? Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Franklin County being the one that moved from blue to yellow, Decatur County being the one who moved from blue to or yellow to blue. So uh, we've seen a little flip there, but Dearborn and Ripley counties uh, remain in the blue, which is good. And of course, we're seeing, you know, 929 new positive cases across the state today, which uh, is indicative of some of those higher numbers in our regions. We talked about Tuesday, on Tuesday, how low our numbers were, but Decatur, Franklin, and Ripley County had zero new cases. So that helps with that. Every little bit across the state makes a difference. Yeah, and you know, it seems like um, I've had a chance since being fully vaccinated to go back and dine in at several of the restaurants that I've pretty much only been getting carryout from for most of the last year or so. Uh, it seems like uh, most of the places I've been in, maybe I'm just good at picking the ones that would, uh, are, are seeming to, to offer some separation and, and kind of make you be able to feel secure dining there. Yeah, I kind of noticed that as well. It doesn't seem to be as packed with seating as it would have been pre all of this. So I think that could be one of those items that are sort of a leftover of covid Going forward, I've been in meetings, too, where there's only been four or five of us and we will all sit, you know, pretty far apart at the conference room table, um, whereas before maybe you would sit, you know, closer together or side by side. So I think we will see that change probably happen um, and maybe be here to stay. Right. That and I know that you have as soon as the pandemic hit, you stopped uh, kissing your department heads in the mouth. And I think that was a good idea, too. Yeah, well, there's lots, there's lots of benefits uh, that come out of all of this. Well, yeah, Mark Closter, Camper's mustache tickles, I would imagine. So uh, <laughs> we're, I'm just kind of in a silly mood today. I apologize. Uh, so one thing that is serious is a cool amenity to uh, your community is Speranza House. They're having an open house this afternoon, right? Yeah, so if you're not familiar with the Speranza House, I'd encourage you to look them up. They are a women's recovery uh, community that have a live-in uh, residential service to help uh, females get back on their feet after struggling uh, with addiction or um, some other life issues that may set them back a little bit. So we're very fortunate to have them as a uh, community partner, nonprofit in the community, and they have moved locations so that they can better serve their residents both uh, during residential-style treatment and post-resident in-house in, in treatment, excuse me. So uh, they are having their open house today. The chamber is going to do a ribbon cutting here at 1 o'clock, and we're excited to uh, see their new facility and how they can use it to better the community through that service. Yeah, one of their points of differentiation from some similar facilities is a lot of these women that are going through this are mothers, and they allow for that. Uh, there's some ability, as appropriate, for these women to be able to, to be around their kids, and I think that's just great. Uh, Sunday, uh, you're having something uh, that's also kind of cool going on, a special dedication. 
Yeah, that we're going to dedicate uh, Decatur County's first uh, safe haven baby box, which is a different alternative to surrendering a child. Um, should someone choose to do that in a safe way that makes sure that they can receive the medical care necessary. Um, and an anonymity is a key part of that. So that is go- is located on the north side of the Greensburg Fire Station on North Michigan Avenue. So we have the ability um, to have some guests in town on Saturday. Uh, Monica, who oversees the Safe Haven Baby Box, is actually coming um, as part of that. Father John Meyer from St. Mary's is going to bless it. So it's a really good opportunity and a really sort of newfound way of making sure that if somebody wants to make that decision to relinquish their child, that they do it in a safe uh, manner for the child. Um, So we're excited to be probably number 61 or two of those boxes in the state of Indiana. Very nice. I'm sure that uh, Representative Fry will be on hand. This is something that he's been championing for a long time. So uh, that'll be a, a good thing. Anything else for us today before we let you go, sir? Um, final thought on that, I kind of forgot to mention earlier, uh, Cleo Duncan, former state representative, uh, helped champion this legislation years ago when she was in the legislature. So we're excited to have her joining us for uh, this as well to talk about her experience a long time ago. Very good. And, but you know, when, when you see Cleo on Sunday, you put a bug in her ear. I'm only hoping I know the 50th anniversary of Tree County Players is coming up. She is uh, all this year and she's she's one of the founders. I hope we'll get to see her sing something or perform something as part of that big celebration. Okay, I will do that. She's very talented. All right, thank you, Mayor. Have a good day. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Have a great one.